Welcome to Riley on Film. I'm your host, Damian Riley. You can find out more and subscribe for free always at RileyOnFilm.com. Now, on with the show. Line, and then I know where it starts. Okay, so, um, yeah, so anyway, I want to thank you for being here today. I have a guest today. This is so awesome. The person I brought in today. We're going to be talking about two films, uh, Insidious and The Omen. But before we get into these films, which if you've listened to me at any length, you know these are two of my favorite horror films. So I'm just all giddy like a schoolboy today. And I have uh, one of my schoolboy friends, uh, Rob, with me. Hey, how's it going, dude? (laughs) <laughs> it's going great. I have Movie Rob back. I, I was on his, uh, well, the, the Lamb show that he does, and we, we had a great time doing that, and now we're coming right back on the heels of that and doing my show, so I'm really thankful that Movie Rob could show up, and this show is mostly just me, so it's really kind of actually redisciplining myself and enjoying having someone with me. I'm really glad that he's here today. So, Movie Rob, could you just tell us a little bit about yourself? Most people listening will be our friends and such, but some people won't know you. So, why don't you go ahead and introduce right. yourself? Well, what uh, you do. my name is Rob, and I uh, run the website Movie Rob, which is on WordPress. So, it's uh, moviebrob.wordpress.com. Um, and all I do there is review movies. And when there's nothing else to do, I review even more movies. I basically uh, review about 100 movies a month. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> That's usually my goal, 100 movies a month. Um, my, my reviews are short reviews, um, usually four or five, maybe 600 words. Uh, uh, I try to keep as many spoilers out as possible. My, my, my point is to watch as many movies as I can and to, to let people out there learn about new movies that they, they didn't think uh, about seeing. And, uh, you know, they can, see, they can read my opinion on it as to whether it's worth checking out or not. Um, I give a brief overview of, of each of the films that that, uh, that I review, um, and obviously, uh, you know, like uh, like everyone else, I'm I'm, I'm on Twitter, and uh, I am uh, very active in in the Lamb, which is the largest yeah. movie blog. Um, so I, I actually am, am in charge of uh, of one of the the series on on their site, which includes a podcast also. Which is called uh, um, Acting School 101, where every month we uh, discuss a different actor um, about what what our favorite five our five favorite films are, or five favorite performances are of that particular actor. Um, as you mentioned, you and I just yeah. did one recently on uh, Naomi Watts. Um, there's a chance uh-huh. that it still won't be up before this this one is because that one will be going up uh, mm-hmm. on the first Sunday of September. Um, so that was a fun show talking with you then i always love to interact. Yep, sure i always was. love to interact with uh, with other movie bloggers around the world um that's in general what i do i've been doing doing my site for for about uh, uh six and a half years now uh, or seven and a half years wow seven and a half years and uh i've reviewed uh this this might come a shock to some people i've reviewed uh 68 6,850 movies so far. Uh, on my way to wow. 6,900, and I'm, I'm looking forward to hitting the, the, the 7,000 mark. Uh, I'm going to have to try and figure out a way to uh, uh, to make that one uh, count. Uh, 
we'll see because yeah. six thousand I did I did I reviewed within twenty four hours all twenty four of the uh, uh, MCU movies that was back back in December. Uh, we'll, we'll see yeah, what I end yeah. up doing for seven. Not sure yet. <laughs> I, have, I have a month and a half to worry about. Incredible. So anyway, moving into the uh, fictional side of life here, uh, we will go ahead and start off. But please uh, say something to uh, to Movie Rob in the comments if you know. Thank him for coming on here. So we'll have him back. He, he already committed, so we got him anyway. But be nice to him. He's the guest, <laughs> don't it? <laughs> okay. So here we go. Insidious is an amazing film uh, that I had seen the for the first time back in, I think, 2011. It came out in 2010. I wasn't that crazy about it when I first saw it, but I can tell you through the years and studying horror movies and figuring out what I like, which is more shades of chills, colors, and this one's not very colorful, but that actually is kind of what I mean. Just like chosen shades of black and white and grays, some reds, uh, and, and I, this is one of those films that I could watch this film before I go to sleep because it, it brings me peace. It actually does. Just watching the way everything's done. And, and to me, it's, it's an incredible art form. It's a, it's a different take on the haunted house theme. Uh, and I'm guessing a lot of people listening to this have probably seen it. But somebody might select the word insidious and just do a search. And it, so it might have come up for some people that haven't seen it. And I will tell you, uh, this is going to have spoilers. So uh, I'll let you know when they start um, for me. But right now they're not going to start. I'm just going to let you know that this is an amazing film. And I'm going to look at some of the statistics on this film. So it is uh, PG-13. Yeah, I'm sure a lot of you are shocked right now. PG-13. Um, it is not R, folks. This is not an R movie, and yet it's my favorite one. I mean, I've seen Martyrs, and I loved Martyrs, and I've seen these uh, Frontiers. I don't know if you've ever seen Frontiers, but that's very uh, graphic film. It's rated R, and it's a good film, too. Uh, 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 subtitled film, foreign film. French, I believe. But anyways, this one is American, and it's PG-13, and it is probably the scariest film that I claim is my favorite film. Please so carefully. there it is. What else? Horror, mystery, thriller. It's got a mystery and it's got a thriller, not just horror. Uh, and it's got some scary characters. Here's what it is. A family looks to prevent evil spirits from trapping their comatose child in a realm called the further. And we'll talk a little about the further. I hope that's one of my favorite parts of this film. That is directed by James Wan, who's just done so much. He's done the Conjuring uh, series. He's done Saw. Uh, it just goes on and on. Most people know James Wan. He recently did Aquaman. That was a horrific. Uh, movie. So he's gotten around in his career. I didn't see it. I, I didn't. I like didn't it. See, was it really I'm, bad? I'm a big. I'm a big fan of DC, oh, but, but I, I, didn't, I didn't like that one that much. Gotcha. Interesting. Yeah. Because I know you like that stuff. Um, uh, I was going to say the um, on our next film, the Donner, Richard Donner, who was so famous for his version of Superman that I don't know. I feel like we talked about that on a show at some point, you and I. Uh, 
Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I was surprised to see that he did the almond. So we'll get to that later. But uh, maybe the connection or or none. But the writer is Lee Wanell, who is the partner writer of James Wan. And this is really where they got their start. And he is an excellent writer. I recommend everything he's done, this being the best. But he does have a lot of great other stuff as well. The stars are Patrick Wilson, Rose Byrne, who's just beautiful in this, Ty Simpkins, and I think that's a... No, there's a few other big names that um, we will talk about. But that's just kind of a quick intro. Let me get the one name. Yeah, Lynn Shea. She owns this no film. Question she is about so that. good in this film. She is so fun, fun in this film. Uh, and just when you think at the beginning, if you haven't seen it before, if you think, hey, this is kind of slow, this is kind of scary, I'm not really into this, okay? It changes. Please this film changes like four times. It like goes into a different sort of... Uh, I, I guess a trope of movie. It, it's kind of a different kind of movie. One movie that it really reminds me of at yes. some point is Poltergeist. So I think if you like Poltergeist and the seeking out of a of a demon or a spirit at a home, you know that it's got that. But there's something beyond that. There's a twist to it that is much different than Poltergeist. So and it's a little harder. I think it, it hits a little harder than Poltergeist. Of course, James Wan. You know, I mean, he, he knows how to hit hard with horror. And gosh, that was pretty much all I wanted to say about it. And then I wanted to get your views on it. Let me just check and make sure. Came out 1st of April, 2011. I think it was made in 2010, released actually in 2010. Uh, things happen. Movies don't get out on time after they're done, things like that. But it's about 2010, 2011, basically. And I don't... Oh, this is available on Netflix. I always like to say that for my listeners, too. Even if you've seen it, you can go see it again. But if you haven't seen it, it's on Netflix right now. So let's go ahead and get your preliminary thoughts or heavy thoughts, whatever you want to, however you want to go. And you can hand it back to me. Well, this was, as you mentioned, this is the first time that I saw this movie. This is actually the first time I've even heard of this movie um, because I generally don't wow. seek out uh, horror movies and and don't know much about them um, because I'm just not interested in seeing them. So once you mentioned it to me and when you told me this is your favorite movie ever, I was like, wow, okay, that I have to see. You know, why does the favorite oh, horror? Sorry. Favorite horror. But, but, but getting up there, probably in my top five or top wow. ten of all time. I need to make a wow. new list. I need to make a new list. It's been a while. Okay. Yeah. Well, I liked it, but it doesn't even come close. It okay. close to probably okay. my, my top 500 or even my top thousand, uh, but but again, okay. I, with me the volume is 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 a little bit than most people. Yes. Uh, yeah. Well, tell us what you liked about it and maybe what you okay. didn't. Okay, as like you mentioned, it. it does start off really slowly. I was I started started watching it. and I'm like, oh my god, this is just going to be really boring. I can't do this. Damien's not that good of a no, friend. No, I. Uh, one thing, one thing that you know about me, and that other people who are listening know about me, is that once I start watching a movie, I have to watch it till the end. You know, I don't, I don't believe in turning off a movie in the middle. Um, I think twice in my life I walked out of movies, um, and that was when I was a teenager. Um, obviously, you know, there were times that I turned off uh, the TV or turned off videos. But ever since I've started, you know, doing my site, anything I start watching, I gotta watch it all the way to the end. You know, there's. I, I don't. I, I don't have a cop out. You know, I don't have a. Uh, 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 my rule is is that I start it. I gotta watch it. 
Um, and and that's what I've done for, for every movie that I've watched, uh, you know, over the last uh, seven and a half years. Um, so, and, and trust me, I've seen some terrible movies uh, during this time. Mm-hmm. Things, as I said, mm-hmm. things that I just won't turn off. As have I. <laughs> and uh, so the movie started off slow for me, but I was interested in trying to see where it's going to go. Um, and it does go in some very interesting places. Um, there are a few concepts that they discuss here, um, which which made me really curious because I'm, I'm a sci-fi fan. And so when, when they were talking about, when I mean, you mentioned before about the further, okay, but the, the that they originally described the further makes it sound like a sci-fi concept as opposed to more horror. Let me, let me just let me just open it up for you too. We're going to we're going to actually move into spoilers. I usually don't even mention this, but just because these movies are so close to my heart. If there's anybody listening, you know, it knows me in my personal life that I gave you the link. This is going to be where we're telling you spoilers in the movies. So you might want to just pause it, go watch the movies, come back. If if you don't care about spoilers, which I usually don't, go ahead and keep listening. Okay, okay. no, that's fine. I'm I'm a big spoiler person, meaning I don't I don't like movies being spoiled. You know, I can't. I, I also can't watch a movie from the middle. I have to watch it from the beginning. You know, like there are times that, that you know I've walked into a room and someone's watching a movie and they're like, oh, why don't you come and sit and watch this? And I'm like, okay, where, you know, what are you watching? He's like, oh, it started about 15 minutes ago. I'm like, ah, not gonna happen. And, and that really no. bothers me sometimes when you know. Back when we used to be able to go to the theater, you know, if you, I had to be there on time. You know, I, I love the fact that they have a lot yes. of previews and commercials and stuff before the movies because it gives me a spare time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that if there's yeah. traffic or, or, you know, have trouble finding a parking spot or whatever it is, you know, I'm still as as much as I can. I can try to, to, to get in. I think when I saw Joker last year, I actually missed the first five minutes of it and I was Throughout the whole movie, I was a little bit uh, off because of that. Even though it happens in that in those mm. five, minutes. yeah, but, but, I, but I didn't know yeah. that. <laughs> I think I'm missing something. <laughs> um, you know, but when, on, uh, when I reviewed it the second time, then I finally was able to to, to see what I had missed, and I realized I didn't really miss anything. Um, but that's not, that's neither here nor there. But uh, so so I, I hate spoilers. Um, I I will not watch a a um, a trailer close to watching the movie, and sometimes, sometimes I won't yeah. even watch a trailer six months in advance, you know, because there there are trailers that spoil movies if you're paying a lot of attention to them. Um, one of them was yeah. uh, the, the, the 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 Terminator movie that came out I think three years ago. Uh, what was that one called? Terminator Dark. No, Dark oh. Face. Dark, Dark Face. Dark Face. The new well, Dark Fate's the new one. Yeah. Um, oh, I think I missed that one. I know what you're talking about, though. It didn't do no, very it didn't do very well. well didn't do very well, also at yeah. all. Uh, didn't make a big splash. Correct. Uh, Terminator Gen- uh, Genesis. 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 Yeah. Whatever. Uh, and and I remember that I didn't see the trailer for it, and I was told by so many people that the trailer just ruins the whole movie. And I was so that I never saw the trailer. Mm. I watch the trailer sometimes after I watch the movie, and then I can see what, what they've basically ruined in the movie. <laughs> you know, it makes things a little, little more fun <laughs> looking at it backwards. I mean, because one of the things I do on my site is I, I give the trailers for every movie that, that, that I review. You know, so it's up to whoever's watching, whoever's yeah. reading, whether they want to actually, uh, you know, uh, whether they want to watch the 
Well, if you don't, if you don't end up sharing spoilers, that's no, I don't mind sharing. Do. No, I don't mind sharing spoilers. I, I've seen the movies. For me, for me, there's Honest people are for, for, for me, there's 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 no problem because I've seen the movies. Um, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So I love talking about movies. Yeah, of course, we both do. That's a, that's just such an awesome. And thing. Um, so basically, once they started talking about the further. So I was I, I, I was like, wow, this sounds like a sci-fi concept. Maybe it's not really horror. Maybe it's more from the sci-fi perspective and stuff like that, you know, because because it's like maybe taking maybe the whole idea is, is that it's taking you to a different dimension, you know, across space and time and stuff like that. That's the way they described it also. Um, and then once once they actually get to that point where they're starting to show us the further, I was like, OK, that's just a little strange because it's basically the same place that we're that that these people are in but it's in a different you're, they're seeing it from a different dimension uh, um up, up, mm-hmm. uh, around them and the idea that they're able to take pictures of of the other dimension and they're able to to, to see i mean the, the the whole thing with with uh um what did you say her name was lynn uh oh yes. at least so at least the whole thing at with least, Elise yeah. and, and and her her entourage i thought was a lot of fun um those oh, two they're guys great. Are they're are great. They? You know, yeah. and their names are Spex and Tucker. <laughs> and yeah. Spex is sitting there, he's yeah. scribbling and, and, and writing the whole time and, and drawing these figures and stuff like that based on what she's telling him. Um, so I thought awesome. And they're basically ghost they they're are basically ghost, ghost they're, hunters. They're ghostbusters. <laughs> but some people, millennials, well, I guess we would now because it's come out as a new movie, haven't we? But yeah, everybody knows Ghostbusters, I guess. Yeah, they're like Ghostbusters, but it's not comic. It's not comedic necessarily. It is. There's some comic relief from them when they come on the scene, because up to that point, it's really, uh, you know, like you said, intense and scary. Uh, but then when they come on the scene, it's you can get a breath, Correct. you know. Right. When, okay. when they We're doing when they show up, it definitely changes the tone of the movie um, for the better, in my perspective. I think the first mm-hmm. uh, 15 20 minutes before they show up is 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 beyond my comfort zone from that perspective because because of the fact that it's it's a horror movie and like you said it, it reminded me of poltergeist um, which I remember liking as a kid because I probably didn't understand it but when I rewatched it a few years ago I was like yeah. okay this isn't that great um, let alone <laughs> it's dated yeah, it's a little, a little dated yeah. but uh, um, so basically uh, uh, once once that happened, so things got a little more interesting. So I, I think the middle part of the movie is where I, I really enjoyed it the most. Uh, when they're trying to, yeah. to to find out how to get to this uh, to this further, and you know the the you know the different visions that Elise and, and Spec see and stuff like that. So I found that to be interesting. Um, yeah. I didn't find it to be outright scary. You know when they showed the the, the red man mm-hmm. or the fireman or whatever you want to call him. Stuff like that, mm-hmm. Um, and they they didn't explain. I felt that they didn't explain enough uh, about what's happening on this other place besides the fact that they're, they're creatures who are trying to get into our world. Um, you know, the, the the scary old witch was 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 a little more understandable of who she was and what she was trying to do, and stuff like uh-huh. that. Um, uh, the 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 whole connection w- between uh, Patrick Wilson and you know his mother played by uh, Barbara Hershey, you know their, their connections to yeah. things, I, I found that it, it seemed to be a little tacked on to me. 
um, you know, it was, it was it was harder to believe that okay, this is you know like because because they don't explain I, I, basically since we said we're going to talk we're, we're going to tell spoilers it doesn't matter so basically yes. Patrick Wilson when he was a kid had these type, same type of dreams that his son has and he would have these out of body um, experiences where he would also go into the further and they they found a way to stop yeah. him from going there um, but. The idea that that okay they they don't really explain how they stopped it and if they knew how to stop it then they should have been able to to do it in this 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 point also with his son uh, that was one of the things that bothered me from that perspective and then there's also the whole idea that okay if they were able to stop it so how is he able now to go back in with ease you know even though they're 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 trying to explain to him how to do it so I found that to be a little 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 uh, it stretched things a little bit too much for for me but yeah. but I know that people who like horror movies are, are willing to buy those 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 ideas much much easier uh, than someone like me who isn't as um, comfortable in that in that type of uh, right. genre um, one one thing that I liked along those lines is that how they did the seance to bring about to get some answers they, they did the seance and then when they did it, they real you know all these things came to her, and she realized what was going on, and she realized that probably the only person, not probably, I mean, she goes in in different ways, but not physically. She doesn't walk in there. She goes in with this creepy looking mask thing, and it makes her look like a uh, anteater. Yeah, that was. It's, but uh, that yeah. was weird, huh? It reminded but, me uh, of. Uh, it reminded me of the guest. Really like, yeah, that, it reminded me of the ahead, guest masks that you see people wore during World War. Yes. Carefully. Yes, absolutely. Um, but he, she figured out. Oh my gosh, this is something Josh can only do. Uh, so she uh, put hi, him in a trance. I think. Yeah, she put him in a trance. So he would project himself. He's just sitting in that chair. Mm -hmm. Remember that part? And then he would just project himself into the further. And I thought that was so cool because, to me, he kind of bugged me. Up to that point, his character bugged me. Even seeing it like for the tenth time, like last night, he still bothers me. How he goes to work and stays at work when he just moved into this house. And what's he doing? He's grading papers. I mean, can't you grade papers at home? That you know, I, mean, I thought that was a little strange. <laughs> yeah, really. So he wanted out of it, maybe. But the first thing I thought was maybe he's gonna have an affair. That's the first thing I thought when I first saw it. Uh, and then, and then he was kind of like. To me, he was unlikable because she spent the whole day on the phone trying to get something taken care of. She keeps saying to the to the mechanical operator on the phone, she keeps saying, talk to a agent. <laughs> she keeps saying, talk to an agent. I mean, haven't we all done that at home? We could really use our spouse's help, you know? So she kept doing that. And he's just out grading papers at his work. I mean, that, that didn't make any sense to me. And then when he came, well, it made sense, but it, I didn't like him. He was unlikable to me. And then he came in, he picks up an apple, he starts eating an apple, that was annoying, like, is anybody else hungry, does anybody else want something to eat? He just struck me as like, everybody has to bow down to dad, because dad's the main provider or something, and I didn't really like that. But, he totally realized he was the only person that could save his son. So he went in there, and it was, it was scary, I mean, I think the further is a really scary place. Uh, we don't really know what it is, and I would argue with you and say, maybe we're not meant to know exact things about it because it might take away okay. from the mysteriousness. 
uh, of what it actually is. But to me, I felt that like there's further in all these houses, but nothing's happening. But something's happening in this further because the entity there is so evil. You know, and he's he's orchestrating. Maybe he was the one that did the murders. I'm with you. I don't really I don't know the exact details, but that was okay with me. I was okay not knowing all that. It was just the look of it. And when when she says, you know, he's up there, the, the kid says he's up there looking at you and they brought the camera up there and he was doing something on a wheel that to me that was creepy <laughs> stuff right there <laughs> but yeah I, so i enjoyed the images and uh the story you know and a lot of it but i can understand how some people might not like it but for me because i'm always talking about on my reviews i'm always talking about the imagery i like the imagery more than the blood the gore and don't get me wrong, there's a place for those, but I just like it when you can go into a situation and the music and the look of it, and they put a filter on this camera to where it's mostly kind of almost black and white the whole time. And I thought that that kind of gave it a creepy feeling, too. No, so, that's okay. I'm sorry I, was, I interrupted you, but I was I, good. I got it. I'm good. Yeah. All right. So, is there anything else you want to say about this I film? I the kid a little bit annoying. <laughs> Uh, he was sort of, yeah. Uh, but you know, no more annoying than other kids in horror movies. You know, I think I think that's a standard now. You would, you would know better <laughs> than I would. Yeah, especially a young boy. He bet he better be annoying. Yeah, he better be annoying. Um, but this kid, uh, he didn't really have much of a role. He was just kind of there. He, he's he was the surrogate uh, kidnapped kid that sort of by kidnapping him. You know, it affected the whole house. Um, no, I think that's pretty Anything much else? it. All righty. Very good. Well, let's move right along to my namesake, The Omen. <laughs> Please listen carefully. Yes. And I actually, I, I don't know how you'll feel about this because it's kind of a double in a way. Things carry over to other podcasts, but I Howard asked me on his Podcast. Yeah, yeah I, I was on there. We did, we did the, the Great Escape yet. and a Man Escapes. Oh, I got to listen to that one. That's I love both those. Uh, but yeah, so we did The Omen. And uh, the other one he picked was... Insidious. What, the <laughs> Vill- Village, Ooh, no, okay. Village of the Dam. Yeah, he picked Village of the Dam, the black and white. And so that was a great film. I enjoyed doing that. And then, so we did The Omen and The Village of the Dam together. And it was a lot of fun. Uh, So we'll hit on this again. Uh, Let me just say a few things about it, like I did last time. And then we'll invite Rob for his opinion. Uh, A non-horror fellow. (laughs) This is one of the classic horrors of the 70s that really kind of set the pace for a lot of movies. And I was just a kid, let's see, yeah, I would have been growing up seven, I guess I was seven years old. Oh no, five, I was five years old, I was born in 69, so, yeah, so this is 76, and 76 was the bicentennial, so yeah, much life all, First of all, Damian, let, let me just I mean, interrupt just you, you were seven. Such... I, it's a good thing you're a math teacher. <laughs> oh, I said it wrong, hold on, how, how did I get it wrong? No, because... It would have been less than 70, though. It would have been 69. You said you were born in 69, and that the movie came out in 76. 
Right. I don't okay. know. Okay, what am I missing here? Oh, it added a year. Okay, <laughs> like I said, I'm glad, I'm glad you're not teaching math anymore. I don't know why I was... Oh, I was subtracting it. I got you. I know. Actually, believe it or not, one of my jobs is tutoring math. <laughs> so we'll just hope they don't listen to this. <laughs> but yeah, I usually write it on the board, and then it's easier. You just put 1976 and then 1969 right under, <laughs> and then you subtract it. And give you Sorry about that. <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> okay, now your turn. No problem. I'm glad you verified that. Um, my brother was born in 70, so for him... He would be six, uh, and I would be seven. I get it now. You add one, <laughs> take away one. Uh, so this is called the Omen, and it stands for the possession. Eesh, I don't even know if it's possession necessarily. More the birth of the son of Satan. And mysterious deaths surround an American ambassador. Could the child that he is raising actually be the Antichrist, the devil's own son? Okay, so we got 1976 hammered out. Uh, this film has stood the test of time with a lot of people. It's very creepy. Personally, I don't think it's a better film than Insidious, but it is sort of um, technically, in some ways, it's not as good. Hang on one second. Hey, you can come in if you want. I'll just splice this out. I think someone knocked up on the door. Did someone knock? Julie? Oh, okay. Never mind. I'll just edit that out. Um, so, it's, it's really the story of the son of the devil. And, of course, his name is Damien. And that's my first name. Which I'm finding, I really shot myself in the foot with the name of my blog. Because it used to be the Damien Riley Podcast. And I felt like... I don't know. It just sounded like anybody could just say their name and call it a podcast. So I wanted something a little bit more catchy. So with Riley on film, and uh, which has been the name of my blog since the beginning. So that's worked out a little better. But who knows? Maybe people don't know that my name is Damien. But my first name is Damien. It's all over the front page of my blog because it says by Damien Riley. But I figured people would get that. But I just wanted to make the, uh, the distinction there that my name is not Riley. It's Damien. Uh, and sometimes I get emails, hey, Riley, could you advertise our this on your... <laughs> oh, they're Please silly. They think I'm Riley. That's funny. But it's my own fault. But I'm, I'm too old to change it, so it's going to sound good as day. Anyway, I grew up with this name. So growing up in the decades after it came out, everybody was like, oh, you're the son of Satan. Like my friends at school would make fun of me and they would look on my head for the three sixes and all that. It was just a nightmare. There was even one point where I said to my mom, mom, can I change my name? She said, sure, you have a middle name, Scott. I said, okay, I'm Scott Riley. So I went to all the kids on the bus and I said, my name is Scott now. I'm not Damien, so you can't tease me. And one of them was real smart and he said, Scotty went potty on an enchilada. <laughs> So then they started teasing me with that. So guess what? After about a week, I changed it back. <laughs> you can't escape the bullies. But anyway, I just say all that because this movie definitely had an impact on my mental uh, outlook of horror movies. Didn't like it as a kid. Didn't want to know it. My mom was very anti-horror movies, so I didn't have a chance of seeing it anyway. They didn't have VHS back then, so it would have had to be in a movie or on TV. So I never saw it. Um, but when I got older and I saw it, I gotta admit, I loved it. 
I absolutely loved it. And this is one of my favorite movies now, even though it's to blame for a lot of teasing that I endured. But that, that helped, that helped make <laughs> anyway, you who you are. I think I've said everything about it. Except... There you go. Yeah, and when I meet a kid that's got a real different name, we're instantly buds. <laughs> well, I'm a teacher, so <laughs> if, I, if I teach a kid that, that I, we're instantly buds. You know? But uh, let's take a look at the director here for one sec before we talk about the actual film. Because as I said earlier in the show, uh, you and I, and I may not include all this stuff. I, I, I usually keep it to about an hour. But um, Richard Donner, that's what I wanted to just touch on real quick. Because he made, actually, why don't you tell it? You probably tell it, because you're more uh, of a Marvel this is guy. DC. <laughs> and this is not Marvel. This is, right. Yeah, but, this is DC. Uh, there okay, you go. So Richard Donner, before he was, uh, you know, popular with his uh, Lethal Weapon movies and... Uh, um, and the Goonies, and uh, I'm trying to remember what else uh, he had that came out in the uh, in the 80s. You know, he... that's, that's all you right. have to so say. He, Those he are was so known huge. for for uh, for making the, the for bringing the superhero genre to uh, to the front. Because in 1978, he made the original Superman movie. Um, and his whole plan was to make Superman one and two back to back, and he got into a fight with uh, with the producer with Sulkin, and they actually uh, fired him. Uh, I believe midway through the first, he was filming back to back also, but they fired him midway or right when he finished the first movie or whatever it was, and basically they they gave the the, the second movie to Richard Lester to 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 finish directing who changed the tone of everything and made it into more of a, a comic slapstick as opposed to a serious uh, superhero movie. Um, and they actually, a few years ago, came out with the Richard Donner cut of the, of Superman 2, which I think is much better than the than, than uh, the Lester version uh, because of the fact that it's a more, it has a more serious take on, on, uh, uh, on the whole idea of Superman. Which goes uh, hand in hand with with the original Superman. Um, so yeah, he is the the person responsible for us uh, all loving the MCU, and for and those of you like me who like the DC movies besides Aquaman. Um, yeah. So he he's the one who who showed that you can make a blockbuster superhero movie, even with Christopher Reeve, who was you know a little known. Uh, uh, dramatic uh, actor, and uh, you know he, yeah. they were able to to, to turn turn this 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 uh, genre into something that that that's become so powerful and popular these days. Yeah, and I I guess I made the connection. Uh, that was great, by the way. Very good history uh, of of how Richard Donner maybe is close to horror. Maybe even what did they call it? The Donner cut or the the Don? I think it was called the Donner cut, where they he, they fired him or whatever. But then they actually right were able twenty to put twenty it years later yeah. what he had done. Yeah, right. The Donner cut, and and it is dark. It's a little darker, and I, and in my mind, I kind of think maybe it was his work in horror, the Omen specifically, that <clears throat> you know helped him sort of make it a darker almost a horror feel to it at times because superman is so squeaky clean generally you know he's a great hero but he doesn't have some of the darkness of batman or other 
superheroes. So I think maybe Donner was trying to pull that out a little, and he was just the guy to do it because he did the Omen. So there's a little connection it's that very I made possible. there in my head. Could be right, could be wrong. Yeah, thank you. I was, I appreciate it. I, I think was, you I was actually on DC, very so. surprised when I saw that the Richard Donner was was the director. Um, I'm familiar with with the other yeah. type of stuff that he's done, you know, and so a little bit of a, a shock to me. Right. Uh, well, the Goonies, the Goonies is kind of scary. It has a mystery. There, there's sloth. a scary character, you know. Um, it's sloth. certainly not uh, sloth. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, sloth. Baby Ruth. I love that movie. Baby All Ruth. Right. Well, let's just jump right into this one. <laughs> Uh, because this one may not be as interesting to a lot of people, but to me, I find it, again, it has to do with those shades of fear that it brings in. Let me talk to my wife real quick, if you don't mind. Hi. Oh, I thought you were coming in and you were getting hungry or something. Please listen carefully. Okay, I'll probably be done a little bit. All right, thank you. So anyhow, um, we, we technically had a, a, had a date at 1230, Ooh, but she's sorry. fine with it. It's fine. No, it's just, no, no, no. This is awesome. She's she, my my wife is understanding like your wife. She knows that, you know, even though this this may not make me much money, it's like it's my it's my peace. <laughs> <laughs> it's like my, this is my my uh, my meditation time. Anyway, so let's talk about. I'll just cut all that out. Uh, let's talk. In fact, let me do this. Okay. Uh, yeah, these mysterious deaths. So let's jump from Donner now and look at why are all these people dying and how are they dying and why are they dying and who is killing them? All right, You're well, first of all, what you think I am so glad that you, that you suggested that I watch this movie. I loved it. I loved it. Oh, more good. Than, more than it. Oh, you love it. You're a non-horror dude. Um, it, 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 first of all, it okay. right away reminded me a lot of The Exorcist. Now... As a teenager, I saw The Exorcist and hated it. Um, I rewatched it about, I think, two years ago, and I loved it. But not from, I, 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 I it's, the, these are not movies that I like because of the horror aspect. I like the, th the thriller aspect. Sure. The, the way that this, I yes. think in, in the, the 70s, they, they made horror movies a certain way. And these two movies, The Omen and, and The Exorcist, uh, they, they, to me, they go hand in hand. With, with the way they deal with it because they're also they're not necessarily dealing just with supernatural things they're dealing with with um, uh, I guess you can say uh, uh, horror aspects of uh, from the of, of, of the the biblical uh, or religious uh, aspect of it now uh -huh. me being, me being a very religious yes. person um, you know I'm, I'm an Orthodox Jew uh-huh uh, so I'm I'm uh -huh. obviously familiar with the Bible, not not as familiar with with uh, the New Testament because you know we're we're not uh, that that's yes. not part of what we believe. No, that's right. The Old that's Testament right. is your but book. Um, yes, when it comes to the to, to to the New Testament, so I'm familiar a little bit with stuff here and there. Um, but both of these movies, the way they deal, they they're they're dealing with with the uh, you know with with the devil. And with uh, the Antichrist, and with uh, you know wrath on on the world and stuff like that. So to me, they, they, I found a very strong connection between uh, these these two movies, um, and I was I was just enthralled yes. throughout watching The Omen about how good it was. 
um, and how the story, how the story I'm basically, so how the story just stood up for me. You know, it wasn't something that I that I looked at and said, "Eh, it's horror. I'm not. I'm not interested at all." See, for me, when when earlier I talked about Halloween and Friday the Thirteenth and stuff like that, to me that's horror, and and that's the stuff that I really don't like. You know, I, I don't like movies that someone's just going around, uh, you know, chopping someone up for 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 no particular uh, reason. I mean, not not that it's good if you're chopping people up if you have a good reason, but that's a different issue. <laughs> Those are not my favorite. However, I do right. enjoy so I don't them, like the but they're not movies. my favorite. Have you ever seen uh, Your Neck? I believe I have. Uh, okay, that, that's a slasher, and it, I find that one to be very thought-provoking and fun mystery. Um, and I actually, done really well. you see, when it, when it comes to, because of the volume of movies, I don't always remember what I've seen. Um, yeah. That's really Don't weird. worry. How come that's... I can't find it on IMDb? You were... The only reason I interrupt you, and I'm sorry, it's just because I, I think of nope, that. No, haven't seen it. It's like, if I'm going to watch a slasher, it's no, gonna... no okay, desire. I'm not a slasher fan. I think fan. you'd like it. That one, that one, that one I'm not oh, going to okay. agree to. Uh, at this point. <laughs> you know, maybe we'll talk about it at some point in the future. I'm just going to watch that one. There you go. Hey, I'm just excited when I find a movie you oh, have. Oh, come seen. on. That's what you, I'm having. You realize how many thousands <laughs> of movies are out there? There are tons of movies that I haven't seen. Uh, it's it's you know I, I I don't expect to run out of movies in the near future. Uh, well, you do a lot of blogathons exactly. and such, exactly. so I'll, I'll try to participate more. I think that's fun. Yeah, to find I mean, you'll, you'll actually like what we're doing for genre grandeur in September. But I'll tell you that at the end, you're in suspense. For oh yeah, do it, and I will do it. Yeah, I'm in it's, a good it's place. Not horror, now. I can probably but, do uh, it this month. You know, I, I think it's something that's right up your alley. That's what I think. But, but we shall see. Um, and I loved Gregory yeah. Peck in this movie. I, I like the the, the, the bit okay. of um, trivia about why he actually, you know, uh, took on the role because his uh, his, his son had died recently, and uh, he felt that that, that uh, you know he didn't devote enough time to his family, and this type of movie. You know, talks about a, a, a relationship between a father and son. So, yes, so it does that, was, uh, that 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 resonated really well throughout the movie. Um, and again, the the whole idea that that he keeps getting warnings from a priest. Again, the connection to Exorcist. You know, you have a priest that uh, trying to do something and trying to to help. You know, even with not enough explanation, and you know. So, who, who uh, you know, won't necessarily agree with everything that that's, uh, that's be, that he's being told. He needs proof of it and stuff like that. Um, and the whole idea of having this little cute kid who's really a menace, you know. And we're not talking about Dennis the Menace. Mm-hmm. We're talking about something a little bit more than that. Um, yeah, and uh, I, I, I just, I really like the way that the movie played out. Um, uh, I, I love seeing David Warner in it. <laughs> you know, he plays, he looks oh. like a hippie. You know, I'm like, oh my, this is the guy from who played Jack the Ripper. This is the guy who, you know, played an ambassador in, in Star Trek. You know, 
but um, the 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 movie just really worked well for me. Um, and uh, did you ever see the movie Time After? Yes, Time I just mentioned that he was Jack the Ripper. Warner. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's right. That's the same movie. Hey, I'm gonna tell you that was. You know, I don't know how it was. Did you grow up? I, over I, here I grew up till I was. In, I was in the states till I was 18. Okay. Do you remember when all the cable stuff started coming out where you'd get like a cable box? Of course, we had HBO. Showtime. I, so I used to, every month we'd get yeah. the, the, the cable guide and I would, I would, you know, scan it for, for hours looking for what movies to watch and I'd mark them down what day this movie's on and what day that movie's on. You know, love, love, look for more premieres and stuff That's like that. Yeah, that was how I saw David Warner over and over again because we really thought it was me. My brother, he's a year younger than me, so we grew up together, and, and we would always really love to watch that time after time uh, with him as Jack the Ripper. It was just so good. I to this day, I don't think I've seen anybody play Jack the Ripper better. Not Johnny Depp, not anybody. Or no, well, Johnny Depp was the investigator in that movie, but yeah, I just haven't seen anybody play as good as him. It's he's yeah, scary. No question about that. He was he was great in it. All right. Well, as far as me, I just, you know, there's so much here that is subtle. And as a horror fan, I appreciate that. I do like slasher movies when they're done well in terms of you don't know what the person is going to do. But yeah, if they just walk up there and like Jason Friday 13th, I am not a fan of that either. I just, I try to be because, you know, and I'm, you know, certain people that I know, like uh, a friend named Zoe, who likes all of She probably likes, she probably likes Faces of Faces but of But I, I, I like some Yeah, she probably dig it. Um, yeah, so, you know, I just, I like it because it's sort of calm. And it, like I told, I don't know if I told you this, but I've told other people. I think I told uh, Howard. Howard agreed with me. He's, he's a script writer. So, and he's a little older than us. He's in his 60s. I don't know how much, but he's sort of mm -hmm. in, you know, where he grew up with. Okay, so he was like, you know, like 10 years older than us. And he was, you know, uh, able to process all this stuff mm -hmm. as a full-grown adult, whereas we were pretty young. So I, I couldn't process until I got older, but he was there. And he told me that it was something, it's funny he brought up religion, because he was bringing up a lot of good points about eschatology, which I don't think it would have a, its place in the Old Testament because there's, there's not a, lot, a of lot of predictive stuff. Sure, you have the, the books of uh, Isaiah and oh, Jeremiah, okay. and, you know, and uh, Ezekiel. Those are, you know, predictions for, for the end of the world. There's oh, no question about that. Okay. Yeah, but he says that that's a study called eschatology which I had heard a million times and I sort of knew about it, but I never really got interested in it in my lifetime, but he really did. So he was telling me all this stuff about it when it came out at the time, like the whole country was so freaked out by that movie because everybody thought it was a sign of the end of the world. So, yeah, and I think that was a really interesting, um, you know, point to make. I know a lot of people like my mother did not want anything to do with it and really felt it was almost sinful to see a movie like that. So she was just telling me she thought it was sinful to see the Godfather. <laughs> oh, I know she still thinks that. <laughs> Please listen carefully. Um, 
So yeah, definitely the omen. And of course, poor, poor mom. She, she named me a name, you know, as her first son. We have uh, four kids now. And, and she named me Damien, and then this movie just hijacks the name. <laughs> Forget it. It's like, oh, you named your son after the devil? <laughs> but I like all the scenes. I mean, the scene yes. when the woman hangs herself, amazing scene. The scene when, when the dogs are just, you know, salivating and growling, great scenes. Uh, it's all subtle, but it, it brings you somewhere, and you can... You can just ease back in your sofa or your chair, whatever, the movie theater, and you can just really get into the visuals of this film. And right. that's why I, right. no, I love the whole, the whole aspect there of, of uh, the pictures. How, how they're, they're, you're able to predict things based just on pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they did that really well. Yes. You know? yes. yes. Now, what would you... And I don't think anybody, there haven't been too many movies that actually, there was a book called How Lindsay's Great Planet Earth, The Late Great Planet Earth, I guess it was a bestseller. I don't know how it did in, in, uh, <laughs> in like, you know, Israel or with people who, who consider themselves uh, Jews, Orthodox Jews, <laughs> because it probably most had most to do with the book of Revelation and the New Testament stuff. But you make good points. Yeah, there is stuff. I've actually, through my life, I've a student of the Bible, and so I know what it says in there, and it, you're right. And there is even a short scene in, 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 in Israel. Just, in the, that's in basically, Gilman. you know, he shows up, he shows up in Israel to, to, to get the dagger. Yeah? Oh, yeah. yeah. They didn't show enough yeah. of it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. They should have it. Oh, I'm, I'm actually very glad that you, that well, you recommended it. Well, let's go ahead and stop here. Please listen carefully. Oh, good. And I thought you'd like Insidious, too, but okay. <laughs> it may take time. You may look back on it. It's one of those movies that sticks with me, too. Like, even watching it yesterday, I remember that black figure with the spidery fingers. When he, they said, what do you want? And he points at the kid and it's making that crackling sound. <laughs> to me, oh, that's my money's worth right there. I love that. <laughs> but yeah, I can get it if you're not, you know, if you're seeking a different experience. Yeah, that wouldn't be. But let's do great. Um, so do I. So do I. I do them on 10. So let's go ahead and... Okay. So tell me uh, your horror grade. Um, wait, do, do you do only all numbers or do you have? Oh. One second. Let me, maybe this will help you. Maybe it won't. But I think I probably need to say it because you, you're not usually into horror movies. Here's the thing: when you look up the best horror movie there is, which I, as far as how much people like it, it's gonna be probably hovering around six or seven out of ten. Even the best money-making horror movie is usually not gonna rise above six out of ten. That's what I've noticed. Unless it's like a blockbuster Steven Spielberg, like Poltergeist, I think that's up there at 7.8. Um, and I, I also think that The Omen is about 7.8. Uh, just by the sheer grandiosity of the time it's been out and the effect it's had on people and stuff like that. But in general, horror movies, no. They're going to be down six or less. So I don't usually go too insane. Although, I'll tell you what my score is on it in a minute, but... So you don't have to like totally kill it, but rate it compared to other horror movies. Try not to rate it according to like, you know, Letters to Your Father, Zachary, that one, 
or you know, don't rate it by anything that's not like it. I just think what we would give it compared to horror movies that you've enjoyed, if there's anything. That actually, the you know, puts a little, it puts a little wrench into to, the way I do. No, because for me, I, you know, I do a uh, one to ten uh, ranking of, of any movie. It's not, it's not based on uh, anything in that particular genre. It's based on how much I enjoyed watching the movie and how much, you know, because it's a personal thing. It's not even, I can't even say how much I think someone else will enjoy it. It's what I felt, you know, while watching it. Please listen carefully. So that's, so, and do you you only give whole numbers or you give halves? So for me, Insidious would be around six and a half out of 10 for me. But it's not. That's oh that's gosh. the point. To me, that's almost a ten. For me, it basically it's slightly it's slightly above average. That's what I would say. Very good. All right, let let me tell you what I would do for Insidious. Well, okay, actually, well, you, you see, this is this is the thing that you're gonna completely go crazy over. Uh, so my my um uh, my ranking of the Omen would be a nine out of ten. Oh, you see, but but that's it. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna tell everybody about this one. <laughs> hey, I also give I also give the, the the Exorcist a nine out of ten. But then you have something like Jaws, which is a ten out of ten. But then again, they're, they're you know if Richard is listening to this, he'll he'll, uh, he'll Jaws is not a horror movie. Uh-huh. Really? Does that? It has scenes of extreme peril and gore, and I mean, it's got a lot of horror features. But yeah, I get what you said. It's more of an adventure tale, maybe. I don't know. Uh, okay, so Insidious for me, I've watched it like ten times, and it's just a ten out of ten. I have to say because I love the way it tells the story. Here's one example of the camera work, too. You can't talk about everything on the show, but there's so much to talk about. But um, when they're sitting down talking, and I think mom's on the phone saying, talk to an agent, talk to an agent. But if you notice that, every single time, so actually about every less than a minute, about every 30 seconds, the camera goes directly on a different person's face. It's really cool the way they did it. So they have a lot of stuff like that, and it makes me think, oh, what are they going to do for the scary stuff now? If they can do that for just a simple talking around the table, what are they going to do with the cameras in the further? What are they going to do in the cameras when they start going under and, and uh, you know, being hypnotized and all that, going into the other land? And so, I'm sorry. I, if I, ha- if I okay, have to say, fair. I'm going to say 10 out of 10, people. This is the deal for me. Now, this is probably going to surprise you. I give the open a nine out of ten. Also, you told me before. You just said before that you get that you would give it a six. That is <laughs> I did, no, no, you, you said that, that normally this would be considered a six. I, I think that's what you said. I believe that's what you said. But Yelman? but that's fine. I was saying you have to kind of uh, have a handicap. I don't, hand, I don't handicap you know, movies because horror. <laughs> There's so okay. Let's say I because everything is democratically voted now. 
Okay, everything is like you got, you know, all the services, they're all, except Metacritic. Metacritic is, you know, taking all the really smart reviewers, supposedly smart, and getting an average of what they say. Um, so most things are like that, but most things are not like that. Most things are where everybody puts in their two cents and then they get an average of like literally sometimes millions, but usually about 100,000 votes, you know, for a movie. So horror as a result suffers because anybody can go in there and, and grade it. And most of the people that go in there, they don't mm-hmm. like horror because okay. <laughs> horror is a niche, you know, it's a little niche. So, so that's why I just sort of think, okay, if a horror movie is coming out as a 4 out of 10, I'm probably going to take that seriously and go, hmm, maybe that should be a back burner. But uh-huh. if it's 6 okay. out of 10, no, I, I look at that as almost like a 10 out of 10. I think that's, I think that's So you just said that Insidious was a 6 and a half out of 10, so that's like, the way I look at things, if I was perusing your site and you did that, I would go, that's a horror movie. So he, that's probably better than that. Okay, all right, that's me. fair. That's kind of how I've looked at it. But so, so for yeah, so that's what I do. I give the Omen a nine out of ten because there are lots of times in the movie that are unnecessary silences and unnecessary just lengths of time that I wish they just get to the point or show us some more cool stuff or show us another kill or something like that. There, there's too much empty time, but it's mm-hmm. not much. I only gave it one off of that. It's, it's still a 9 out of 10. Okay. Alright, so what do you think of my score? <laughs> 10 out of 10? 9 out of 10. <laughs> I hope you, you one day will turn around and remember Insidious, because it's just... It's like Poltergeist, but done more modernly with a different twist to it. And of course now I can say, because the twist is that the house is not haunted, the child is haunted. All right. Well, listen. I talk to us about what you're doing right now as we end, and just nope, uh, well, do you have else. anything else you want to talk about first? I should say that. All right, and just uh, tell us, you know, about that writing stuff you were starting to talk about. Uh, exactly. So, uh, uh, as I mentioned, I, I, I one of the things that I do is I run a blogathon every month. I've been doing it for I think about uh, probably six years, six and a half years already. Uh, where every month I choose a different blogger who, who I'm friendly with and uh, get them to, to choose a, a genre. And then I ask people to send me their, their favorite movie or movies of that particular genre. And then on the final day of the month, I post all of those uh, movies. You know, I, I sparse them out through the course of the day. Um, so this month in August, which by the time this comes out, uh, it will have already gone. Uh, the The... The theme was uh, medical uh, dramas, and uh, it actually this theme gave me a chance to to rewatch uh, Mash, the the original movie, and you know the movie from 1970, and uh, um, the pilot of ER, which to me is just amazing. Um, just to give you give you an idea, Mash, which yeah. I love, and I've loved for so many years, I would give it a nine out of ten, and uh, the pilot of ER is a ten out of ten. Um, I mean, I've obviously watched all 15 seasons of ER, but but the pilot is just so powerful, and it's just great. Um, so that that was August, and now now that we're going into September, so the 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 genre theme 
that that we're going to be doing is it was chosen by Todd of uh, of uh, the Forgotten Filmcast, and as you know, Todd is also our age, so he's also an, an '80s guy, and he actually chose '80s teen movies. Yeah. Exactly. So it's a lot of fun. So if anybody wants to get it, take part, you can just you know send me an email. My email is very simple. It's it's rob at movierob.net. Uh, and you can just send me, you know, tell me that you're, mm-hmm. you're interested in, in taking part in genre grandeur. Um, you know, if if you, once you start taking part, you'll probably get a chance to to choose choose one of the genres also. Because um, I, I like to try and find fresh people. To, to add in on the genres, I think most people have only done them, have only been able to choose one so far, which which I'm actually happy about because it means I do have enough people to 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 try to get to to choose the genres. I mean, you did one years ago uh, on adventure movies. Of course, I remember that. What? What? Why wouldn't I remember that? <laughs> yes, it was. It was, and that's why you need to come back and you know. Uh, Part of the whole idea is that I'm only asking people for, for for one review a month at the minimum if they if they want to take part. You know, it's very simple. It could be a, it could be a short uh, review. It could be a podcast. It could be whatever you want about a particular uh, movie that, that that's your favorite movie in that particular genre, or, or like I said, favorite movies. Some people have done uh, you know a compilation of different movies that they like of a particular uh, uh, genre. So whatever anyone wants to do, you're welcome to do that. As I mentioned, I'm, I'm on my way to 6,900 uh, films uh, watched and reviewed. I hope to get there uh, within the next uh, few weeks. Um, and that's it. You know, like I said, movies, movies, movies. That That's what you get on my site. Such a cool guy. I am so lucky to have this connection. And, so we can and the, the, the best thing about it is, is that I mix and match genres all the time. Yeah. I, can, I can sit and watch a, a movie from the 30s, you know, and then watch uh, a, a superhero movie right after that. And then the next movie I'll watch after that will be a Western from the 70s. You know, it doesn't make a difference to me. There's, there's, there's no, uh, um, you know, there's no plan. It's for whatever I feel like watching at that particular time, which which also makes it a lot of fun, you know. Because I usually watch about uh, at least three or four movies a day, uh, depending on the day. Yeah. There there are days I'll get eight or nine movies in, you know, and then there are days where I won't watch anything. Today, for instance, I don't watch any movies. It happens. <laughs> All right. All thanks right, for having Rob. me. Well, uh, thanks again. And uh, do you have any? Word you want to give to the audience? Maybe a um, quote from a movie you, you like? Quotes is not necessarily my my thing, you know. <laughs> I, I I love movie quotes, but uh, you know, to think of one offhand, the first one that comes to mind is is, and I I, I want to keep your 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 podcast uh, PG. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's not. <laughs> I, I call it explicit on the on the. I, All right, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. All right, man. Well, thank you so much. Thank you for listening to Riley on Film. I'm your host, Damian Riley. You can find out more and subscribe always for free at RileyOnFilm.com. Now, have a great day. <laughs>